Hello, world. This is your guy, Guitar K, and I would like to welcome you back to Cherry Hill, Baltimore, my podcast. This is episode one of season four. The title of this episode, it's not white or black music. It's just music. Now, it goes a lot deeper than music, but I just chose to use that as the title because, you know, a lot of people say stuff like, oh, well, you talk white because you talk proper. Or they may say that a white person talk black because, you know, they got a little bit of hood slang or a little bit of twang to their voice. Look, people, it's no white or black music or white or black way to talk. That's just ludicrous, man. But people put these labels, people put these stereotypes, and all it does is keep us in a box. All it does is keep us separated. But before I get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, as per usual, you know I like to start off with a bonus. Today's bonus, focus, dedication, discipline. In order to get to wherever it is you're trying to get, you're going to need those three things. The first thing you're going to need to know is where are you trying to go? It's a lot of people that's lost out here. They don't know where they're going. They following. They just going in circles. They just on a, a, a hamster wheel, just running in place. Where are you trying to be at? Where are you trying to end up at? Once you figure that out, you're going to need laser focus. You're going to need discipline. And you're going to need to keep marching towards your goal. Think about this. If you start off at a point and you're trying to walk in a straight line to get to where you're trying to go, even if you get off of that point, you better get back on the road. It's an Erykah Badu song called Didn't You Know, where she says she made a wrong turn back there somewhere. If you do make a wrong turn, I suggest that you get back on that road immediately. Because if you're traveling in a straight line, even if you veer off the path just a little bit, just a little bit to the left, and you keep going, by the time you go miles and miles and miles, you're going to be so far off from your destination, you're going to be in a place of wondering, how did I get here? You're going to be on some Bugs Bunny stuff, traveling underground, pop your head up like, whoa. I must have made a wrong turn back at Albuquerque. But look, let's get into the meat and potatoes. It's not white or black music. It's just music. Now, I play guitar and I love all genres of music. But often I get this. Yo, why are you playing that white music, yo? Look, it's no such thing. They're speaking English. They're talking about love. They're talking about money. They're talking about sex. They're talking about the same thing that any other genre of music is playing. Now, I remember back in the day when I first seen, you know, Run DMC and Aerosmith Walk This Way video. You know, when Aerosmith was in one room, Run DMC was in the other room. You know, Run DMC was doing a rap thing. Of course, Earl Smith was doing a rock and roll thing. And then by the end of the video, they bust a hole in the wall and they just got together and they still start rocking out together. Walk This Way featuring Run DMC became one of the biggest hit songs ever and still remains that today. And I thought that that was going to be, you know, the opening to, you know, people accepting this and that type of music. But it's still to this day, people will say, oh, that's white music or this is black music. And I still think that, like I said, that keeps us in a box. That keeps us from growing. And like I said, just because somebody talks proper doesn't mean that they talk white. There's nothing wrong with talking proper. Don't put that label. Don't put that stereotype on there. You got kids in the neighborhood that's scared to talk proper because they don't want to be teased for talking white. That's just crazy. (sighs) Man, look, it was an author back in the day. His name was Richard Wright. He was one of the first black authors ever to be notarized by a New York Times bestseller. Now, he came from 
deep south poor Mississippi back when it was still segregation just off of the slave ship. And when he told his parents and friends and teachers, I want to be a writer, they laughed at him. They said, boy, black people just starting to learn how to read. You can't be no writer. That's some white people stuff. Now think about that mentality. Think about why that keeps us in a box. That's why it's crazy to put a label on calling something white or black. Now, if he would have took that into consideration, like, oh, you're right. I can't be a writer because I'm black. That is why I say that it will hold us back. It will keep us in those same slave chains that we've been trying to break out of so much. And the crazy thing is that our own people is the ones that put them on us the most. They be like, oh, man, you shouldn't do this or you shouldn't do that. That's that white boy stuff. Trust me, I got it a lot. And I still do for certain things that I do. The way that I dress. I remember back years ago. I used to wear my clothes fitted, you know, little short tight t-shirts and, you know, fitted jeans because I consider myself a rock and roller or a skateboarder. And this was back in the time of like hot boys when all my friends was wearing like the big long skirt like t-shirts. They used to tease me. They used to be like, Juan, yo, you got on that young ass t-shirt. Now that seems to be the style. So the moral of the story is, you know, stick to yourself. Wear what you like to wear. Don't let people tell you that it's, 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 it's a racial thing of what you can wear or what you can do. Take the lid off. Look, sky's not the limit. Grow up, put some, build a spaceship and fly in the outer space. Outer space, not the limit. Get a, get, get in the DeLorean time machine and time travel if you need to. But don't be held back by the stereotypes of what's white, what's black. Do your thing. And the crazy thing is, there's a lot of ignorance. A lot of ignorance is wrapped up into that, you know? Rock and roll, as we know it today, was built on the building blocks of black blues music. All of them England bands, the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, the Kings, the Sex Pistols, they got their style from black musicians such as Muddy Waters, such as Chuck Berry, Holly Wolf, B.B. King. They were gods to these white boys and they came over here and they just start singing their songs and playing it. But then America switched it to calling it rock and roll. And now we consider it to be white music. I'm pretty sure anybody, everybody's seen the Elvis movie that came out recently. He got his whole style from black people. So much so that white America was trying to shut him down, saying that he was trying to be an N-word. No, he wasn't. It was in his soul. That's where he grew up at. He wasn't trying to be black. He was just expressing himself how he knew how to express himself. So whether or not he's the king of rock and roll, I don't know. I don't care. All I'm saying is, I don't know if he was playing black music. I don't know if he was playing white music. All I know, he was playing music. He did what he felt from his soul, from his heart. Hence, he became one of the greatest artists of all time. Whether you like him or not, that that doesn't matter. Statistics don't lie. It shows that when you stick to yourself, be yourself, come from your heart, you will always come out on top. Even if nobody else recognizes it, you'll know it. It is so close minded to think that because one race started something that it belongs to them. Think about basketball. All right. A lot of brothers in the hood, myself included, we love basketball. But do you know that basketball was created by a white man, a white man by the name of Dr. Naismith? Now, did black people revolutionize the game? Of course, 
But let's say that if a black boy back in the day, the first one that wanted to start to play basketball, let's say if his friends and family was like, boy, we ain't playing that white stuff that was invented by that Dr. Naismith or whoever the hell he was. That's what I mean by you can't put the labels and the stereotype and, and all the stigma on what you can do and what you can't do because of your race. So the moral of the story, do what you like, do what you feel. Look, little black boys and girls, go play hockey, go play soccer, listen to rock and roll music if that's what's in your heart. Little white kids, get your hair braided, get your grill iced up, dribble the b-ball like AI and Kyrie. It's nothing wrong with it if that's what's in your heart. It's not a black or white thing. It's a love thing. Do what you love. Now, you know they recently remade the movie White Man Can't Jump. Now, I get what the movie was about. Now, in that movie, Woody Harrelson couldn't jump. But that's not the put the same stigmatism on all white men can't jump. It's just not true. You got some white boys that's getting above the rim. Break out of those stereotypes, little white boys. Just practice. Work on your dunks and you will be dunking. There's a lot of white boys I know that be taking it to the hoop. But don't let America or stereotypes tell you that the only thing you got is a jump shot. Work on your dunking and your jump shot. You can get your game to any level. It's not because of your color or your race. We all spend green money. We all bleed red blood. So it's no such thing as black music or white music. We got to break out of those stereotypes. Crazy thing is, I got some white friends that say I act white. How crazy, how ludicrous is that? Look, the first white girl that I dated, I brought her home and my sisters was like, oh, they was talking to her. They was like, oh, so you like black boys? She was like, yes, obviously I'm dating your brother. They was like, no, well, then you must don't like black boys because you like our brother. Think about the sting of that. Think about how that made me feel. I mean, I'm black. I'm a black African king. You know, to my fiance, I am. Maybe not to everybody, but to her, I'm a black African king. And I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes some of the music and stuff I listen to, she'd be like, you listen to that white stuff. I've even dated a white girl who say that I listen to white music because all she want to listen to is 50 Cent, 2 Chains, and Rick Ross. It's nothing wrong that I like to rock out the Led Zeppelin, Metallica, Rolling Stones. It's all music. And we could all relate and we could all probably have a more cultured, more unified life. I think that the government puts these stigmatisms out because they want us to be separated. They don't want us to be unified. If anybody's seen the Temptations movie, you remember when they first took the, 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 the thing out the middle and let the white kids and the black kids dance together because it's a unity thing. I think they try to keep us broken up. So think about that, man. Think about that. Don't put the stereotypes and tell our black kids that they can't do this or that because because they're black. You can do whatever you want to do. It's no color barriers. Break the barriers. Look, I like to thank y'all for tuning in. Like I said, man, this is episode one of season four. And I would like to continue to welcome y'all to keep coming to Cherry Hill, Baltimore. Walk with me. Talk with me. And as per usual, stay tuned for more and more content. It's just music.